We've talked a lot about self-awareness and how your own behavioral traits affect your relationships, but we're going to chat today about some common toxic traits that people have and may not realize they have. Nobody's perfect, and there are always aspects of yourself that you can improve on, whether it be in your relationships, your friendships, or even in your work environment. So today we're going to discuss recognizing if you have toxic traits and tips to cultivate self-awareness. She, a podcast for the non-traditional woman. I'm Tiana. And I'm Sophie. And And we're we're a a couple. couple. Join us as we break down the modern feminine experience and explore an alternative view on what it means to be a woman in today's society. Hey everyone, and welcome to our 19th episode of She, an acronym for Shifting Her Experience. Yeah, and be sure to follow us on Instagram at Shifting Her Experience and send us a DM to be featured as our next Woman of the Week. And if you're someone who may prefer to read over some of the topics we discuss in our podcast, we've actually started a blog on our website geared towards non-traditional topics, so definitely check it out. Yeah, feel free to read our blogs. We're going to be expanding um, our blog posts into some topics that we've yet to cover on our podcast too, so Lots of content from a non-traditional, unconventional point of view. (laughs) Yeah, we're really excited about it. So we want to start today just by shouting out our woman of the week, Melissa Da Silva, who has been an avid listener of our podcast since the very beginning. So thank you, Melissa, for always listening and giving us feedback. Yeah, thank you. Um, Melissa is very self-aware and that's exactly what we continue to preach in our podcast. (laughs) And today's topic is no different. We've had a lot of messages from you guys asking for more topics on cultivating self-awareness. And this one is going to be more of a self-reflection discussion. Yeah, and a great example of checking in with your self-awareness is Knowing that the problem is not always the other person, it can be you as well. Exactly. Self-awareness really is being honest with yourself and always being open to improving your habits. Totally agree. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. Um, so our discussion is going to be a bit different today because it's going to be very personal and you focused as opposed to some of our other healthy relationship discussions that may involve like you and a potential partner. Uh, So we're actually going to discuss some common toxic traits that people have that they may not even realize that they have or that they're doing. And recognizing when you have toxic traits shows self-awareness and shows growth. Yeah, exactly. Couldn't agree more. So let's get into the first common unhealthy trait that people have that they may not realize is toxic. And that's negativity, you know. Do you have a negative outlook on life? Are you always coming at situations from a negative perspective? This is something I really could not stand in a potential partner. And just because I feel like I'm a super positive person. So this is a trait in someone that was a deal breaker for me. You know, if a potential partner was super negative. Yeah, like we all have bad days, but when your whole mind listens and answers in a negative tone, you can't begin to appreciate anything. Mm. You know, you expect crappy things to happen and everything is a blame and nothing is accepted. So like if something bad happens, you just blame it on something or someone. You don't just accept it and move on. So this is something you can usually see early on in someone. But if this is you, uh, if you are someone that sees life in a negative way, it's important to recognize and acknowledge that this is something you can improve on. Because like Tiana said, this could be a hard deal breaker for someone, even in a friendship. I mean, your friends may end up feeling disconnected from you because they don't like negativity. Yeah, exactly. I don't even like to surround myself with negative friends, never mind a negative partner. So I definitely believe in like working to improve that if that's a trait you do have. Yeah. And if you are someone who tends to be more negative, practicing gratitude for 
like little things can really help think of the positive in your life um focus more on yeah the positives we tend to give all of our attention to negative things that are happening the things we don't have the things that we want more of but oftentimes you forget how much we do have that you know we even may have asked for in the past that we have today yeah I love that and you know I know you always practice gratitude so yeah actually it's funny because recently I learned the difference between uh, appreciation and gratitude so basically when you're grateful for something it's often that you are only grateful because something you wanted to happen happened but when you're appreciative you're in a constant state of appreciation so like more of the little things maybe or yeah just everything you're just like aware of like things you have that are things you've wanted or that like you you know wake up every day and you're healthy you can breathe you you're having a good day you know you're going to have a good day you have a job you you're in a great relationship you have a good relationship with your family like things that are good for you in your life that you're just like in a constant state of appreciation instead of just appreciating something when it happens that's good for you you know there's Ah, a difference so a constant state of appreciation I like that yeah so that brings us to the next unhealthy trait that many people have that they don't realize can become toxic is being judgmental and When I was younger, this out of all the traits we're going to talk about today was something I knew I needed to work on. And I can admit that I was very guilty in the past of being judgmental, not when people would come to me for advice or anything like that, but more so in relationships. I was very hard on people I was dating or potentially going to date. There were many times where I felt once again, like when I was a teenager, that so many people just like weren't good enough for me. And I'd look at all the things from like a judgy perspective. So this can be a toxic trait that, you know, I've really learned to work on and improve on. Exactly. You know, you need to create a safe space for your partner so that they can voice their opinions. And, you know, you're amazing at that with me. You always, yeah, you always make me feel heard and listened to, um, and you know if I have something to talk to you about like my feelings or whatever like you're always there you never yeah judge me you're always like a blank slate with me um so yeah it's important to recognize if you are being too judgmental and too hard on someone because we don't know what someone's going through and we can assume like someone is you know a certain way just by looking at them we're terrible for that people are so I mean it's good to like listen to someone and get to know them for themselves and you know not be so judgy yeah not settling and having standards is one thing but if you're judging a friend or partner off of like the littlest tiny minuscule thing that like doesn't really define their character then recognize that and actively tell yourself to stop. And I will say a tip to cultivate self-awareness and train yourself to fix like this unhealthy trait, you know, that I've learned is to seek to understand where someone is coming from instead of jumping to a judgmental conclusion. Yeah, I went on a date once where the person, every time I lifted up my drink to drink it, the person would wipe because there was we didn't have um placemats underneath like coasters, yeah, yeah coasters every time i lifted my drink up they wiped the ring like with their hand every time and they didn't even know they did it and Ooh. you know when i like said it to them they they were like oh, i didn't even know i'm sorry i'm so nervous so it's like you know i was really judging that person i was like you're a freak <laughs> like what is wrong with you like leave it alone it's not a big deal so you know there's like just a little silly example but yeah i was very judgy that night and yeah. they were just really nervous we so. all are guilty of doing yeah. that at one point 
but if you're like constantly doing it to the same person even like yeah or everyone about everything then that is a huge problem yeah that's like it kind of goes back just to negativity yeah and you know as well you can be judgmental towards others or even too judgmental towards yourself so that's important to mention you know reflect on what your own triggers are for when you're hard on uh, on yourself and sort of see if those are the same triggers that have you judge others are you seeing things in other people that you don't like about yourself and then judging others for that you know interesting yeah Yeah, I completely agree that's a good point this is also a psychology lecture (laughs) (laughs) so our next unhealthy trait that is toxic is taking no responsibility for your actions and this is often a sign of immaturity as well being emotionally mature and self-aware means that you're able and willing to admit when you're wrong where you could improve on and even that you may have hurt someone too you know it's not always the other person yes and this goes hand in hand with the unhealthy trait of not apologizing when you are wrong you know we hear so much like oh ladies like stop apologizing and while I understand where this is coming from you don't have to apologize you know for every little thing when you haven't done anything remotely wrong but it is a sign of maturity to apologize and recognize when you are wrong yeah I mean if you're apologizing for things that do not need to be apologized for in comparison to big things that you have done wrong you know like there's a difference like Irish people are so guilty of like apologizing for the stupidest things or like the smallest things or things they really should not be apologizing for. Oh, Canadians too. Yeah, like in Ireland, like we always say like, oh, don't mind the head of me today. Like I look like shite, like I'm so sorry. Like stop (laughs) apologizing for the way you look. Like that's how you look, you know? People are definitely guilty of that, apologizing for your appearance. Like, oh, I look awful today, sorry. It's like, what are you sorry about? Like Like, that's your face. I mean, that's fine. (laughs) But if you do something like that, has hurt someone or if you know whatever if it's something that like deserves an apology then yeah own don't up be to afraid it. To don't apologize. be afraid like be the bigger person but there is a huge distinction between uh apologies or even like apologizing for asking questions like mm. that's another one you don't need to apologize if you have a legitimate question about something like at work at school or whatever like it's just like why are you apologizing for that but I agree there's a distinction between types of apologies and I think it does show maturity to say you know I really hurt someone's feelings here I'm I need to apologize I'm really sorry there's a difference yeah well our next unhealthy trait that people may not even have heard of before is called gaslighting and that is when you invalidate someone's emotions by saying things like you're crazy to think that or you can't take a joke or you're being too sensitive. Yeah, basically blaming someone for exaggerating or making a big deal out of something that's important to them. And like Soph said, invalidating emotions. If you're someone who often puts down someone else's emotions when they, you know, come to you with a real problem, you might be gaslighting. Yeah, a lot of people may not know this term, but I'm more familiar with its meaning and have experienced being this or have experienced being on the receiving end of gaslighting. An example of this is, you know, diminishing someone's worries or concerns. So if someone comes to you and says, I'm really worried about something and you answer with, you know, ah, don't be worried, like it's not that bad, it's not a big deal or, you know, it'll never happen, like whatever. Like this is also gaslighting. And, you know, of course we encourage you to reassure that person, but if they have a genuine concern, they're not going to appreciate you diminishing its importance. You Great know, point. This can, you know, also go hand in hand with listening to answer and not listening to listen. That's such a good point. 
I love that. I'm even just thinking, even if a friend comes to you and says, hey, I had an issue with the way you dealt with, you know, whatever. And they're like, oh, it was just a joke. Like, can't you take a joke? Mm, That's gaslighting. (laughs) Friends are guilty of doing that too. Especially if someone approaches a subject that might be difficult for them to talk about or something that takes a lot of courage for them personally to address. Do them the favor of at least hearing them out. You know, I feel like gaslighting does often tie in with a bad temper. Like this is their reaction it's like, oh, it's a joke because they're upset, you know? Does that make sense? Absolutely, yeah. I would say, you know, the people that I have confronted over the years and said, you know, like, I didn't like this. So when you said that, that bothered me. Oh, like, stop it. Take a joke. Like, I was only messing. Like, yeah. no, like, fuck off. Like, <laughs> I'm like coming to you and I'm trying to stand up for myself here. And like, I want to discuss this with you. Like, you hurt my feelings, but you're like turning it back on me now. And I look like the idiot. Yeah. And it's like immature. It's a temper thing temper. for sure. Yeah, it's a temper thing. So our next trait, it's a bit more of an uncommon trait because it's probably one of the most toxic traits uh, that someone can have and often not one that people want to improve on and that's being manipulative. So making something all about yourself, um, you know, you'll do anything to get what you want. Yeah, and I've seen this trait firsthand, you know, not in myself or a relationship or friendship, but in my father, like just going to put someone on blast real quick. Um, But very much a person who never cared about the consequence of his actions, very much would put people down for personal gain or twist stories to benefit himself. And, you know, being manipulative in general can manifest in different ways, like talking about people in a certain way when they are present to get someone to believe something about them or Mm. guilting someone into doing something for you. This trait in my eyes honestly can become very evil. It's something you're doing in order to create some sort of unhealthy personal gain for yourself. And if you have this trait, you're really going to have to work hard at becoming better. You know, you first off have to recognize if you are manipulative and to what degree, Uh, But in my own personal experience, people who are manipulative often won't admit or refuse to acknowledge that they have this trait. So that's kind of like where the problem comes from. Yeah, I feel like this trait is a really difficult trait to um, work on because it's... It's not just a bad habit, it's a personality trait. Yes, that's so such a good point. People may not even know that they are this or they do and it's just part of who they are or they are never willing to work on it because when you think of a manipulative person I just can't see someone like that ever recognizing that they are and then changing you know it just seems to be completely like it just seems like more work that they would have to do it's not something you can just do yourself I think somebody would have to help you like actively help you to change that because that is a very toxic trait and nobody wants to be around someone like that yep I certainly don't and even just like in friendships at work you might even have like a toxic boss at work that is very manipulative and getting you to do like certain work and like who knows you know so these can these traits can manifest in so many different ways it's not just in a partner it can even be you and in that case you know therapy might be beneficial yeah therapy is a great avenue um for bettering yourself so absolutely well another trait that um can be considered to be quite unhealthy that a lot of people do possess and it can totally be improved on is inconsistency and what we mean by that is inconsistency in behavior and actions Yeah, and inconsistency can simply come from where you're at in your life right now or if you've just gone through something difficult or life-changing. But it's another story to be the type of inconsistent where it's affecting people around you. Like, you can't be relied on and people can't depend on you, you know? It's like one day you show up for someone and the next day, like, oh, I can't even be bothered to follow up and see how they're doing. 
Yeah, I mean, you may be discovering yourself as well and educating yourself on different things and exploring different versions of yourself, you know, that perhaps can influence you to be a little inconsistent but yeah like you said Tiana when you're inconsistent and unreliable in your relationships whether it's romantic a friendship family member you make that relationship flimsy you know for example making plans and not following through or rescheduling with no intent to follow through yeah I think a lot of people reschedule like a meeting with someone with no actual intent to follow through so that's inconsistent as well or if you're someone who is inconsistent you may be guilty of only being there for someone when it's convenient for you. Yeah, an inconsistent person can't make up their mind who or what they want in their life. So there's another example. So what can you do then if you're the one that actually has some of these traits? Well, I think first off, it's important to understand that there are two different types of self-awareness. And a lot of people, you know, don't know this yet. And we recently learned about it. Internal self-awareness and external self-awareness. So This can obviously help you just to better yourself. And if you do have these traits, you can uh, separate, you know, which like self-awareness category you would need to work on to improve them. So internal self-awareness is basically how clearly you see your own values, your passions, your aspirations, and basically how you see yourself. Yeah. And then there is external self-awareness, which means understanding how other people view you so how you present yourself uh, to the world and you know ask yourself is the way you are presenting yourself to the world the best version of yourself yeah so understanding both of those aspects to self-awareness is super important to obviously like improving yourself and of course we have a few other points just number one be honest with yourself yeah be honest with yourself if you do have some of these traits you know and recognize that you do before you can improve it Um, A second tip that we have is being curious about who you are. Yeah, and that means just asking yourself questions, you know, internal questions of like, what energy and what qualities am I putting out there? Because ultimately, you're going to receive back what you're putting out. So don't be afraid to get, you know, really curious about who it is you are. Yeah. And, you know, the third tip we have is, you know, when you're in an argument with someone to take the third person perspective. So put your, yourself in that person's shoes and ask yourself, you know, how would you feel instead of always just thinking of yourself? I mean, it's important to think of yourself, but um, do recognize that there is somebody else in your life as well. Yeah, this could be your friend as well, you know, taking that third person perspective, seeing stuff almost like from a bird's eye view if you are in an argument. Yep, totally agree. So what's your takeaway on this topic then? Yeah, um, I think everyone has areas of themselves that they can always improve on. And we're not perfect. No one is. And the first step to bettering yourself is recognizing what your areas of improvement are. So some people are more susceptible based off their personality to possess like a certain negative trait. And it's so crucial to recognize if you do have unhealthy or toxic traits within yourself. So then you can just, you know, improve your environment and the people around you and just sort of like live a happier life by working on yourself. Yeah. And, you know, that's kind of what my takeaway is, because I'm just thinking here that we're never done like growing, you know, we're never done becoming like more self-aware and emotionally mature and we're never done learning. So this podcast episode really goes to anyone of any age. Yeah. Like Tiana said, we're not perfect. There's always an area to improve on. 
So that wraps up today's episode. We love hearing your stories on how you're living a non-traditional life. So keep them coming and follow us on Instagram at Shifting Her Experience and send us a DM to be featured as our next Woman of the Week. Yeah, and make sure you download, rate and review our podcast and share with your friends to spark a further discussion on this topic. And let us know if you've recognized or if you're working on some of your unhealthy traits. See you next Tuesday. Bye.